Drogba indirir ceza. Snyder! Snyder gol! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 3 of The Lion's Den, a Galatasaray podcast done by the community for the community. From all around the world, I'm your host, Samet, and today we have the full squad in here today. That's Yasin and Emre from New York, Mazar from Melbourne, Australia, Salih from the Netherlands, and Jan from Toronto, Canada. So, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, to all of you guys. Today's topics will be uh, mainly free flow initially, but we'll definitely discuss the game that we had today against Trabzonspor. So I'll start off with asking uh, how are you guys feeling today? How are you guys doing? Sally, you missed the episode la- last time, so uh, go ahead. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm doing fine in general. Uh, indeed, I wasn't there last time, so that was first day, I believe, or actually Friday. Um, had a little thingy with the family, so wasn't present there. But besides that, I'm feeling fine. Um, not with the result. What was? But what was your score prediction, by the way? Oh, my score production. Yeah, true. Um, I mentioned in the group I thought we would get uh battered in a way, and that we would lose one free. So I wasn't too far off, you could say. But it, yeah, still we lost in the end. So. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate indeed. How about the rest? How are you guys feeling? Could be better, could I'm be worse. I'm feeling a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. So looking at the results, well, not the results, but the predictions that we had, I guess, Emre, you had it correct uh, this time. Yes, sir. Yeah, so very unfortunate. Unfortunate, uh, Before yeah. we... yeah. I'm not Before, really happy or anything about it, but uh yeah. Before we jump into like the the game, anyone has uh, any dreams or anything you wanted to talk about uh, considering we uh, discussed it last time? Not this time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you can't force the yeah, dream. I, I, it just happens. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't appear in Yasin's dream this time. Okay, good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> All right, maybe uh, one thing we can already announce. I mean, from several sources, I have seen Jetson Fernandes is most likely going to be uh, at Galatasaray very soon. It's not official yet, but something that uh, I saw from several reliable sources. Is there any other names you guys uh, wanted to uh, bring on? There's a couple of names going around, but... um... Kind of unreliable and kind of conflicting, but Jetson's that's that's amazing for us. Like, I can't wait. Apparently, he's going to be coming tomorrow night, so hopefully, we'll see him next game. That's yeah. that's soon. We've been waiting for we've been waiting to hear that news for a while now. Like, he his uh last I guess uh stint with the club was in my opinion, he was fantastic. So, I think a lot of a lot of us were waiting. Uh, to hear news about him returning, and now it seems like we're getting that. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, like his like last game, one of the last games he played was with us when he played against Besiktas, and I've I he bossed that midfield by himself, and he put on a performance, and we beat them quite easily. So I I can't wait to see what he's gonna do with us when he comes back. I think that is that's when he assisted uh, Ryan Babel, right? Yeah, he like lobbed that ball over. Yeah, Out, Chef's out, kiss. outside foot. Oh my god, that was that was brilliant. Yeah, well, I I I think we should go straight to the game. But one thing I do want to give in terms of a name, a hot scoop for all of you guys. I'm just gonna say Ross Barkley, and and then move on immediately. Uh, I think the upcoming two weeks we have a national break, so we're gonna get a lot of news. And uh, we'll probably do an episode next week about all that. So, yeah, we'll end the note on that with there. And then uh, move onwards to the game against Trabzonspor. 
uh, quick first XY. So who started? Uh, in the back, we had Omar Bayram, strangely, instead of uh, Patrick Van Arnold. Marcao and Nelson, our ideal duo. And Bowie, which of I'm a fan of. Uh, Barkan and Thailand in the center mid position. And then up front, we have Keram, Chikaldao, and Emre Kulunch. Unless Chikaldao was a bit more closer to the midfield. And then up top, Halil. So uh, maybe we should discuss first half, um, what we thought about it, and then continue uh, to second half, and then check on what changes there were, how Torrent did and uh, go from there. So maybe, John, you can take on uh, the lead there. Yeah, definitely. If I may may snoop in between, uh, sorry to cut you off, but I think you forgot one important player, um, the reincarnation of Rustu Rechber in goal. Um, (laughs) He was also part of our squad, obviously. So uh, I just wanted to add that. uh, No, that's a good point. Not seeing Ismail did make me happy. In a way, yeah, I completely forgot we had a keeper. So it's funny you mentioned that as well, like with the uh, the markings that they they put on them there. It's that's the first thing. Rishu is the first thing I thought about when they started marking them up. That's funny you mentioned that. Um, but yeah, you know, getting into the first half, I think I think a, if not all of us and and most of the fans watching the match, I think everyone was really impressed with uh, the first half and how we played, um, especially. The opening ten minutes of the half uh, was uh, it, it was it was brilliant. Like I think the way that we were playing was uh, confident, calm, um, and you know, like I mentioned in the last two episodes as well. One thing I was really a fan of was the um, the patient play that that we had in the last few games, um, and us being able to hold on to the ball and looking like a team that enjoys having the ball and not always looking to force the ball. Right? I thought we were doing that uh, uh, this match as well, but one difference was while doing that, we still looked like we were trying to play forward. So I mentioned last episode as well, I, I didn't mind the side-to-side passes, the back passes, as long as it meant that we were in possession and in control. And we were doing that, but I loved that we were trying to play forward um, when it when it was there. It didn't look like we passed up on any of those opportunities to play forward, right? Um, so I, I thought that was excellent. Like I said, at home, enjoying the ball, brilliant. Um, I thought a lot of our success as well, maybe you guys will agree, I thought we had a lot of success in the wider areas where we had Mm -hmm. Kerem and Emre playing as well. And um, I think this might have been the best match that we've seen Emre play for us. I thought he was fantastic. Um, And in those wide areas as well, there was uh, a a few times where we we played the ball there and and the winger, whether it was Kerem or Emre, they they came inside. And uh, when they came inside, it left that that lane for our fullback, either Sasha Boy or Omer Bayram to to, to play there. And the winger would sort of come in and then use the overlapping run from the fullback there. And they were putting balls in. Sasha Boy, he, he was excellent in that as well. He played the ball in a couple times to Halil. He couldn't really convert, but I thought that was excellent. Um, and the the best thing, in my opinion, about this half, the best thing, the thing that I was the most impressed with was the aggressive press that we had in the neutral area of the pitch, in the neutral third there. Like, we had such a strong, aggressive press. It's totally stopped Trabzon from from building anything or being able to settle into the match in the first half, right? I, I read as well that uh, they had a 75% pass completion rate in the first half, and I think usually the average is over 85%, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was fantastic. So, uh, Baka, Setas, and Berat, they, 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 couldn't, they couldn't hang on to the ball. They couldn't settle in. And I think that disruption that we caused... Um, it allowed us to play a little more freely and play into the open areas on the pitch, right? So I was really impressed with that. Um, What do you guys think? I just want to continue. Go ahead, Sadi. No, you go ahead first. I uh, mean, I I, I just want to continue where John left off. You know, he said the midfield did a great job disrupting Trubzon, right? Trubzon, they tried to go through the middle and they couldn't. And we saw the difference that a player like Berkhan and Thailand can make in that midfield. So what did Trubzon result to? They tried going down the wings, right? They have great wingers. You have Noma Keme and you have Visca, both excellent wingers who pretty much any Super League club would take to their team today, including us, I think, apart from Kerem. You know, Kerem is something different, but 
They have great players on the wings. And what made me happy today, along with everything else that John said, was how well Omar Bayram and Sacha Bowie did their job defensively and offensively. You know, we saw Sacha play two games ago, his first return back from that long injury. And, you know, let's be honest, he wasn't that great. He wasn't good either. He was not nowhere near the Sacha that we remember pre his injury. And today he, he shut a lot of people up that doubted him last time. You know, I think he did a great job balancing both his attacking and defending responsibilities, you know, whether it's on the right wing with Emmerich Kalinch going up top, making those overlapping runs or coming back and defending and making sure that, you know, Trabzon's left side doesn't get a shot on our goal. Uh, I think Umar Bidem was, you know, a surprising decision. I think, you know, we talked about it last time on the podcast. I think, you know, the second that I said Umar Bidem or Van Anholt on the left back, everybody shut me up real quick saying, yes, and what are you talking about? We can't play with Van Holt, you know, Umar Bidem on the left side. But we saw him start today, and I think he did a good job making sure to keep up with Visca. I thought Visca was pretty quiet Ooh, on the left side. Take. It's a hot take, but you tell me, man. I looked at my notes the first half. Visca, how many times did he come down that side? I mean, how many times did... I'll take Patrick any day over Omar. Listen, I, I, I would too. I'm just trying to give credit where it's due. I think, you know, the point I'm trying to make before I toss the baton over to you guys is I think the first half, almost every single player on our team did the best that they could for what they can do. And I just want to touch on Hali too. Hali, I think, you know, the first half, we did great attacking, but we clearly lacked that striker role in our team. We didn't have a... Jagne, a Mohamed, a Gomi, somebody who stays around, you know, Urjan, around that six box, right? Khalid was always kind of backing up and helping out our midfield. He was taking the ball from mm -hmm. the left side, giving go with Kedam, even giving goals with Emre Kulinch. How many times did Emre Kulinch come from the right side, look up, and not see a single person to pass it to? That was frustrating to me. I mean, we scored in the first half, but how did we score? We scored from a penalty. I would love it if this team can, you know, build on all these attacks and have a guy that takes a ball in the final six, turns it and finishes it to the bottom corner. I think that's what we lack today. But we've been seeing Khalid for, you know, six months to over a year now. He's not that guy. So I look forward to when this team can get a striker because I think it's going to make the world's difference in our attacks going forward. So first half wise, what would you rate uh, from one to ten? Our gameplay against Trabzon? I would rate it like a eight to a nine. Yeah, personally, same. I thought same. it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would say um, an eight or nine. Probably, honestly, maybe I would give it a little bit more towards a nine because I think one thing that we haven't touched on yet is how how good we were defensively like stubborn defensively and collective defending yep. right like there and and again like i said really jamming up the middle you know trabzon couldn't build or 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 get settled in at all and when they did um when when we did force them to those wider areas i thought that we defended really well and again stubborn right not giving any any space any opportunities anything like that so I would inch it a little bit closer to a nine because of that as well. I thought we were excellent attacking and excellent defending as well. Um, obviously, the second half is something different. We'll get into that. But what do you guys think? Mazar, what do you think about the first half? First half, you guys made some uh, interesting points, to be honest. But I just want to go back to what Yasin said about Umar Baydam. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. Like, when I was watching the game, I'm like I, I just wanted to like berate him and like talk bad about him. But I really can't. I just can't. He had a good game, and I agree. Uh, Visco was pretty quiet in the first half. Um, mm -hmm. But having said that, it was a bite and it's not like he played a phenomenal game. But for his capabilities, for his caliber, it was it was good. It was good to see. Good to see that he cares and he's putting his heart and soul into it. Um, but on the flanks, first half, chef's kiss, absolute chef's kiss. Sasha Boy played great. Emre Klinch played amazing, and like he touched mm -hmm. up. He, touched on that um if he had if he was able to pass the ball a bit more in the sense that if there was opportunity to pass it sorry if Hadid was a bit more available I think the score would have been a bit different but can't get too nitpicky here because it's football but I'm actually really happy with mm -hmm. the way we what played in the first half the flanks were really good what about Sally I mean what more can I add um I would say we played pretty well as well um what I was impressed by mostly that we were indeed uh, just like john said like as a cohesive uh, unit 
uh, we were we were working well for each other, uh, pressing pretty intensely, winning most of our duels as well. Uh, but what struck me as well is um, how many times our players dribbled past Trabzon players, um, especially Berat in the middle. He was pretty much anonymous, I would say, first half. Um, and yeah, I mean, what else can I add? Um, one one thing I do want to note though is that. Or actually more of a question, do you think we should have had another pen um, in the first half? Because there was another questionable call, I believe it was a foul on... Was it Emre again? Yeah, Emre. Um, yeah. Um, look, I'm going to be honest, when I was watching, at first I was like, nah, that's definitely not a pen to me. I didn't really see any contact. And even if it was, it was very uh, light. But after yeah. seeing um, a picture, like a, a still, basically, of the moment... I mean, I'm questioning on how that then wasn't a pen because. Um, uh, Finally, you took those glasses <laughs> off. Yes, I took. The we glasses told you, off. bro. Yeah, but during the game, it was hard to see. I mean, I agree. Um, it, it was only after I saw the picture that I was like, okay, you know, that that should have been a pen, and with VAR being in the game, I don't know how that wasn't. I mean, um, looked I don't. At. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to dwell too much no, about yeah, refing. Yeah. Um, it's something we're used to by now, and to be honest, I, I even forgot what what is a penalty and whatnot since <laughs> the many different rulings we got yeah. against us. So, I actually, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what is a penalty. That's these the days. problem. Like, <laughs> we, we shouldn't be getting used to this. Why are we getting used to this? Like <laughs> you're saying that. But see, that's the issue. They're like, like you said, like there's no consistency in this league. One week they're saying, you know, oh. uh the rules have changed, you know, this is how it is. But next week, you see, it hasn't changed because the same call they gave against us, they don't give it to other teams. So what is going on? VAR, I think VAR is, like, not utilized properly, especially when it comes to us. I think there's I think a, we can do a special Emre's uh, hot take episode on uh, <laughs> TFF and VAR. Uh, <laughs> well, I wanted to touch upon what uh, was said on Umar Bayram um, before I give my hot take on the first half actually uh firstly Amar Bayram you all got, you guys know I rate him he's a duty man he does what he needs to do um and I like him at best at the center midfield position and he can play left back yeah sure he can until a certain level he can but when we have a real left back I wouldn't prefer Amar Bayram over a real left back I mean mm-hmm. Amar has always been a center midfield so just let him play there and then we wouldn't have to deal with Thailand, maybe. Uh, we don't know. We can't say much about that. But first half, my take is, in terms of 1 to 10, I'd say 6, 7 even. And why am I saying this? Uh, in my opinion, we haven't played any different than how we played with Terim. I, mm. In my opinion, okay. I see... Actually, I, I even see that well, we didn't get in a lot of positions. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see a score from a good open play um, and, and really net it. Uh, we got into a lot of positions over the past 10 matches. Unfortunately, due to several different scenarios, we lost. You can call it whatever you want. But uh, this game, what I wanted to touch upon is Trabzonspor, in my opinion, had a good look the first half. And said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna deal with the situation. Let's have a have a look first. We're playing away. Uh, we're playing against Galatasaray. Let's see how they uh, play against us. And then uh, Abdullah Hauja, uh second half, uh, told the players some different things, and they started playing. I mean, I didn't see their wingers uh, do a bindirme once in first half. Yeah." I just wanted to point out what you were saying, that they didn't really attack. But then again, it goes back to what Jun was saying, right? We were pressing so well and so effectively that it kind of stopped them from really distributing balls to their wingers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, then again, you're saying Trabzon assessed the situation. That's kind of true, right? They don't really need the points as much as we need the points. Because we're about to go down, you know, the drain towards relegation. Them, this kid, like, I think they came for a draw at best. And like you said... Second half is when they, you know, pulled up their sleeves and started really going for it. And by then, we were kind of tired because of all that pressing. So, I don't know. Kind of disagree. I think we played well in the first half. 
I can see some like sparks here and there, especially our passing. Our players are like more open for passing. I see people mm-hmm. move more. True. So uh, you you agree with me, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. In general, I would say we were indeed uh, our tempo was in general just higher. Um, we created spaces better, and just like how you mentioned, yeah, we were pressing pretty intensely. They couldn't really get past the midfield. They tried some long balls, um, but that's really about it. However, yeah, it did unfortunately change around in the second half, um, where they took the upper hand. I mean, I believe we still had, I mean, first and second half, we both had like around 50% uh, possession. So it's not like they really dominated us in second half, but uh, they did indeed become more proactive in a way. And uh, yeah, that's where we uh, fell At off. At that point, they had nothing reasons. to lose. Yeah, exactly. as well, of course. That's exactly right. Before we move to second half, mm-hmm. um, do you guys agree with the starting 11? That's I a think, good question. Yeah, I, I agree with it for sure. I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I guess the only thing that, that you can you can argue there is is with um, Ahmed Baidram. But, you know, we, we know what you get with him, okay? Like, he, he's not the best in his position. We know that. But we know that whenever he's on the pitch, whichever position he's in, He's going to he's going to try his best for ninety minutes. He he runs his ass off. I'll give him that. He's not a player that I look at and I I think that he's lazy or anything. He's always trying his best. Whether or not his best is good enough, in in your opinion, I'm I'm not really sure about that. But we know what we're gonna get with him, right? I, of course, for me at least, I would rather Van Anholt. But um, you know, like I said, we know what's advertised with him. We know he's gonna try his best. He's going to work for the ninety minutes. So. I'm fine with that. The rest of the starting eleven, I think, is pretty, um, pretty typical. I think it's what we expected and what would give us the best results. I, I think. Do you guys agree with that? Or um, again, hundred yeah, percent. I, I mean, just like you mentioned, Emir is probably the only questionable call. But besides that, we've went as strong as we could. Um, I saw some people also maybe question even Emir Kalinch, but personally, I was all for it, as I see Emir Kalinch as being. Well, not as high of a risk player. You know, he doesn't do needless tricks or tries to take on players when he shouldn't. It's a safer option. And actually, as Summit mentioned before as well, since Torrent has come, I find Emre Clinch to be, well, actually pretty useful player. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he's taking his chances for sure. He was given a chance here and he's he's taking his chances. He's been really impressive the there. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to point out about Omer Bayram. I don't know if you guys noticed, but defensive-wise, I don't really rate Ahmed, but when he's attacking, he's really, like, always there to support Kerem. And I, like, I think that is why Torrent is actually utilizing him more often over PVA. Because I feel like PVA is, like, more solid defensively, but when it comes to attacking, I I find him a little subpar at times. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody would agree. And that's why, I like, one of my criticisms were when we were up in the second half, I would have... Hope that he would sub out Omar for PVA because at that point I think he was a little gassed and then couldn't offer as much defensive work compared to the first half. I agree. Um, but I, what if? Oh yeah, you go ahead uh, first, yes. Appreciate it. Uh, I I agree with Emre. I think he makes a good point there. Um, when Omar plays left back, what he does every single time is make that overlapping run down the left side. I mean, there are times where people call him out for having a belly, not running enough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That guy is always making runs down the left side. And the reason why I think it works so well with Kedem especially is Kedem is the type of left winger that likes to cut inside. So when you have a left winger that likes to cut inside towards the goal, that opens space on the left side. The, the best way to utilize that is a left back that make, likes to make runs on the left side around your left winger. So I think they do work well together. I think Omer, you know, adding on to what Ember said, I think Omer is a great player to work off of with one, two touches. I don't think Van Anholt is as good as Omer, and this might be a hot take again, when it comes to those quick one-twos. I mean, just thinking about, like, you know, whenever I think of Van Anholt coming up top, coming next to the striker, coming next to left winger, I often see him make that wrong pass that results in the ball being given away and us having to come back more often than I think Omer Bayram. Um, so I think that's a great take, Emre, with uh, the Omer Bayram situation. And I think it saw it work today. 
Um, but if you if yeah. you guys don't mind, Sally, I know you were going to say something too, but I want to go back to the first half on something that Summit said that I think is a great point as well. The whole, you know, I don't think we did anything different than when we were playing with Fatih Terim. I think that's huge um, because I think a lot of people will see the first half today and say, wow, look at what Torrent did so quickly. I'm all for Torrent and I'm all for praising him as soon as possible, right? If we see change. But I think Summit, you know, I'm so happy you pointed that out that this is no different than the golf side that we've seen occasionally when Fatih Tenen was with us too. We've attacked, you know, you know, we get into these chances that we sometimes can't finish because we don't have a proper striker or not. But I do want to give Torrent to give credit to Torrent for something else though. Something that Fatih Terim is always praised for and these foreign coaches and whether it's, you know, the younger, not experienced Turkish coaches are, you know, criticized for is not being prepared for these derbies, these big games. I think the way that we played that first half was incredible given our situation. I just want everybody to take a step back. You're looking at Galsai who is three, four, five points from relegation. You're looking at Galsai who is in the worst form I've seen that I can remember off the top of my head in recent history in a long time. You have a Galsai whose fans are very disappointed with what they're seeing. You have a Galsai whose board is in total chaos, who just sacked their long-living legend Fatih Terim. For us to come out today versus first-place Trabzon, versus the team who a lot of people, including ourselves, thought was going to absolutely destroy us and play the way we did, going back to what John said, with that confidence, I think that's something that we need to take note of on the side somewhere, on a piece of paper, and say, wow, Torrent did a great job preparing the team mentally and, you know, in all ways for this game against Trabzon. Um, I just want to say that before we move on to the second half. And that comes back to what I think John was saying two weeks ago. Um, can Torrent be a leader? We, we know he's a great tactic. He's tactically a great coach, but can he be a leader? And, and I agree with Yasin. I think he prepared the team very well. And I think he will be a great leader because we're going to need that for Europa, really. We're going to need a lot of motivation, a lot of grit. And he, he's, he's very promising, to be honest, Torrent. I'm actually very happy with him. I'm very happy with the way we played in the first half as well, as we've been saying for the past 20 minutes. But yeah, I, I just, I just <laughs> wanted to agree with you on that. And I want to add one more thing as well, just quickly. Uh, I think Emre Clinch had the best game he's ever had with us. Do you, do you guys think that's that's because of Torrent? Because I feel like under Fatih Tatum, a lot of our plays regress. And it's the first time, I think it's the first time in a while where I'm like, okay, this guy's improved quite a bit. It's funny you mentioned that because, his, in my opinion, his only other good game that he had was also against Trubzon away okay. where he scored twice. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fun. Maybe he has a thing for Trabzon. I don't know. Good bit. Good bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he, got the, he yeah. scored twice and then got stopped off, right? That was that game. <laughs> yeah, that game. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think with him as well, um, a lot of the chances he was given under Fatih Terim were, were chances where he was out of position. Um, he, he played a lot centrally under Fatih Terim. Like, I think in most cases, that's where he played. And... Um, he just doesn't really suit that position that well for me, at least. Like when he plays on the wing, he just he has a, a, a different play style to him. Like he's he's really good uh, going forward. I like his decision making there. Like like I mentioned at the beginning as well. Sometimes he takes the ball inside and lets the uh, the fullback um, push forward. Right. Like he he's he's a, he's a clever player in in that position. And the chances he was given were out of position. So I, you know, I, I can't really blame him too much. I'm glad that he has been given the chances now under Torrent and he's taking those chances. He's been playing well. He's, he's played two pretty good games now in that position. So I'd like to see him um, stay there and consistently start for us as well. I think he could, this could sort of snowball into a string of good performances, right? I hope so at least. It'll also be good to have, you know, competition between him and uh, Morton if he keeps up this performance. Sir, competition is always good to make each other better. Yeah, and maybe that's what Murutan needs, right? Maybe, um, I don't know what his uh, mentality was or what he expected when we first transferred him, but uh, of course, in his first couple games, he was playing really well. That's that's a normal thing for new transfers, and then he sort of dropped off, right? Um, 
that competition could be what sparks him up again. Like even when he got subbed in to this in, in this game, he didn't have like a crazy impact or anything, but I thought he looked pretty good the first few minutes he was on the pitch. Um, so I was happy to see that. But that could that could change that you know, that competition that could totally change his perspective and, and how he works in training and, and how he, he tries to better himself, right? That that would be incredible if, if it worked out that way. But um, in terms of Emre, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm so happy to see that for him. Hopefully, he continues that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And for um, one thing I wanted to say as well on the first uh, half, uh, I think at the 39th minute, there was an insane save from Urjan. We have to give props for that. It's like something I always desire that Gala to have like a, a very good Turkish keeper is something that we've always missed and um, we're going to need it more and more especially with the foreign rule coming up and Trabzon has been always excelling in that like if you look at their well basically all their Turkish keepers were really solid um, Urjan, Onur and so on and they're all from their youth as well it's, it means they're producing good keepers at Trabzon, and 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 that shows. They have a Sorry? lot of youth. They have a lot of good youth players that come from their own system. Uh, big yeah, teams really take tra- note. Less clubs in Trabzon, I guess. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Emre. I okay. was just gonna well, say, just to... Urjan, right? <laughs> no, no, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but I, I should make this. Like, you see, like this is the biggest difference teams have. Like when your keeper and your striker is good. It makes all the difference. Warjan made such a critical save in the first half that if we would have scored that goal, maybe we would have mm-hmm. just completely cut the game off right then and there. And mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we definitely need a good goalie going forward because that's going to make a big difference. Our current goalies, they're, they're, they're in shambles right now, mentally and physically. And it's going to really affect us going forward. I don't know. I hope we can get someone... Yeah, I think uh, those uh, he he's made some really really impressive saves this match. Like the one in particular that we're talking about, I think it was the deflected shot um, that Berkan took from outside the box. Um, That was like a a pure reactionary save. That was incredible. Like he he put all of his weight and shifted all of his weight to the to his left side, just about to sprawl for the save. And then at the last second, there's the deflection, and he just makes that reactionary save to save it on his on his right hand side. That Defied was, all earthly laws. Exactly. He's like Neo from Matrix, bro. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I jumped out of my seat when he did that. I, I appreciate goalies to a different extent. You know, I used to be a goalie myself, same as my father. And, you know, when you see a good goalie, you know it. And just, you know, I'm glad Summit brought up that moment too. Because when, when Urjan made that save, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is going to change the game, isn't it? And it did. You know, yeah. I think it did. Mm-hmm. I had the uh, opposite with Fatih. When he made a save that was deflected from his hand, he couldn't catch it. I was like, hey, that's just like me on the Sunday league. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the like first that, half, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was, I think it's only save as well, or while well, save. You only have to catch the <laughs> yeah. ball, but yeah, exactly. I, um, and so, oh, sorry, Sadi, go, go ahead. No, I only wanted to add further to that, that yeah, we should also not forget the fact that um, we do play with, well, our backup goalkeeper and a striker who's not, well, really our preferred striker. I think we'd rather see uh, Mostafa play. While uh, Trabzon, I mean, the only uh, real uh, crucial or essential play they missed was, I think, Hamsik. But besides that, they just went, well, as strong as they could. So, um, just just to add well, further they had to... Some miss- uh, what'd you say? They had some missing players. I mean, uh, if you look at their last three games... They weren't uh, like at their peak as well. That's something to to note. So I mean, who, we didn't have the strongest Trubs on sport. Today. I mean, they they, they, have about I mean fo- they have about five people out, but I don't think any of them really start. Like we know Jovino's out. Yeah, maybe um, Abdul Kader. Yeah, maybe Abdul Kader. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one I could think of in Hamsik. But the rest doesn't really start anyway for them. Mm-hmm. But, but, but there, if they need them, right? That's like when you have rotations, yeah, it could true. be that's crucial true. for when you want to change the game around. That's of true. course. That's true. And one more thing, if maybe just to wrap the first half, um, diving into the goal we scored. So we scored from a penalty. Chikal Dao scored from the penalty. And 
Uh, we mentioned this, um, I, I don't know if it was last episode, maybe it was the first episode, but mm-hmm. um, he's the only person that has scored from the penalty spot for us. So we've had, of course, the recent Van Anholt miss, Jagne has missed, uh, Mostafa has missed. Um, so he's the only person that scored from the penalty spot. And I was when I saw the ref give the penalty, I was praying and hoping that he would be the one to take it. And he did. And it was a good penalty. He scored it, thankfully. And I think he should continue. He should be our, our penalty taker if he's on the pitch. I, I don't think that um, anyone else should be taking penalties. I think he has the good mindset, good confidence, and good quality to be scoring there. So I'm happy to see him uh, step up and score that again. Um, of course, I think like uh, Samet mentioned, I wish that we scored from open play. That would have been lovely to see. Um but uh, the penalty, I'm happy to see Chikaldal take that and score it. Well, I think, uh, well, I thought that the left backs were taking our pen- penalties now after <laughs> uh, the pe- Patrick Van Arnold miss. But... No, <laughs> we all wanted to. To be honest, the Dutchies are usually very good he, in taking He could penalties. have a bit of quality. Don't write him off. You never know with those penalties. Yeah. Did you say Dutchies <laughs> penalties? Van Arnold's not Dutch? I don't know. Oof, self report. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Sorry, but you set yourself up for that one. Oh, he, 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 well, he's not real Dutch. He was born um, so, somewhere in Curaçao. <laughs> I but I'm a real Dutch. Where was I met born? Now I'm getting cancelled for yeah, being there. There's real Dutch. Patrick isn't. <laughs> nah. But yeah, usually the Dutchies uh, have a good schooling in their penalties, uh, I'd say. It's in the system. So you guys want to go and continue on the second half? We had no subs um, when we uh, in the first half we had no subs. Second half we started also with zero subs. Um, so how did you think it went in general the second half? I think uh, maybe I can maybe I can start with it. Mm-hmm. I think um, you know Trabzon came out in the second half a little bit uh, a little bit different. And they uh, they were a bit more level-headed, and I think they composed themselves a little bit more, and they were able to um, to sort of settle into the match a bit more and start moving the ball and playing their game a bit more. Unfortunately, those positives I mentioned in the first half about sort of clogging up the middle and making it difficult for them to play, they seem to overcome that. Whether they overcame it or maybe we just stopped doing um, that as effectively, whichever they they were able to sort of start moving the ball building up gaining confidence in that half right um and i think that's kind of when things changed for us the way that we were playing as well they started creating some chances um they had a, a couple chances early on in the second half they weren't able to convert um i thought we were still defending well we were still being stubborn defensively pretty disciplined which was good we were handling the attacks pretty well um unfortunately the goal they scored there was a bit of bad defending maybe we can dive into that a little bit bad defending from Emer Bayram and uh, in my opinion a poor clearance from um from Markal that that sort of led to the goal but um the way that we were playing definitely changed and I think that you know we weren't really able to settle in ourselves we were mostly on 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 the back foot for that half and um there was one one sort of highlight I wanted to point out around the 70th minute there was about a three to five minute period where we had a beautiful spell of possession and we were totally set up in their half, set up around their 18-yard box, moving the ball, uh, looking for a way in. And I thought we were going to score in, in that spell. We looked really good. And and what we were doing in that little spell, if we can just make that not a five-minute spell and we can turn that into you know, 15, 20-minute spells... That would be incredible. I think that's Dominic Torrent's ultimate goal to 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 sort of create that. Of course, any any coach would love that, but I think that's that's sort of what he's working towards. And I'm happy to see it in these small periods. Hopefully, we that can you know we can extend that a little bit more. But aside from that one beautiful spell, uh, we weren't very very good in the second half, and eventually uh, they were able to break us down. So, what do you mm-hmm. guys think? Um, if I may start, then what I what I also noticed um, were how much the ch- subs changed us in the game. Um, the moment Babel came on, and after that Faguli as well, um, yes, in the second half we were worse, but Babel and Faguli weren't really um, pressing along, just like Halil or Chikaldao were doing. 
So I felt like we missed that quite a lot. It, it felt more like we had sort of like nine plays on the pitch at that point while we were still defending. And from then on onwards, uh, I believe after the two subs, like 10 minutes later, indeed, uh, Bakasetas scored the first goal. And then in the dying minutes of the game, uh, Vishka made it, well, 1-2. But that's something I just noticed and I didn't like as much. But then again, we don't have a lot of other plays on the bench. I mean, let's say we didn't want Fagulian. What's our other best option? I mean, do you want to see Arda instead? I don't think so. Maybe Badish, but he seems to over uh, overcommit to his dribbles at times, which means we'll lose the ball again. So th that's just what I noticed uh, mostly. We're also just how the subs changed our game. That's what I uh, wanted to add. I don't know if someone else notes that as well, but that's something I clearly noticed. Yeah, I agree with you. When he put in Bobble and uh, Fagoli, uh, it definitely impacted our game. We weren't up the pitch as much as we wanted to. And that's what I think what he wanted with Bobble, right? Be the, the man that holds the ball up top mm -hmm. and lets the guys run up the pitch a little. But he couldn't really hold the ball. Trabzon really like negated that whole you know plan, so to say, that Torrent had, and we definitely started you know falling back more often and gave them opportunities to attack. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. I'd like to you know add on to that. I think you know in hindsight, Salih, that's a good you know observation. They didn't press as much as they should have or they could have, and I think that's something that Torrent's going to look back and criticize and potentially you know take into consideration when he makes subs next time. But, you know, I think mm -hmm. the Babel sub was a good idea given, you know, the situation. Halil, Halil is, you know, the first half, I didn't see anything that Halil did, you know, as to my comments from before, where he really took the ball and did something that you expect a striker to do. Babel in the second mm -hmm. half, as much as we barely attacked in the second half and created chances as a team, collectively he had two good chances that he essentially i think you know we have to respect and give credit to him for it one of them was a header you know a cross is a cross anybody can get across anybody can give across let's say right all things equal not everybody's going to be able to jump and head the ball the way that bubble does in that situation mm -hmm. and i think urjan going back to him giving credit to him again again you know he made a great save there and he got injured in the process as well but that was a relatively decent header from Babel that mm -hmm. I think we have to give credit to him for and that you know he could have made a difference if it if it went in another situation I think it was down the left side he took the ball he dribbled it you know with confidence and you know I I don't remember how much he dribbled I don't remember the situation exactly but he had a nice shot to the far right post that Urjan you know was forced to make another good save so you know in mm -hmm. the second half when I think the team barely attacked Babel was able to find two chances and I think partially thanks to him playing the way that Bubble does play, you know, we have to give credit to that. Um, as, as for mm -hmm. the, you know, the Foguli one, you know, that is that is questionable, but it's less of a surprise for me. Um, Foguli, you know, we've always criticized him for being good one game and bad five games. You know, he shows up, you know, randomly and does something amazing that makes you want him to sign a new contract. That's how good he is sometimes. Other times, it's like, why is this guy still on the team, you know? <laughs> we should just only play him during Ramadan. <laughs> and that's my take. <laughs> right. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's built differently when he fasts, man. <laughs> Stop yeah, this guy. I don't know what he food. takes. But... Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, can I uh, say something about the second half? No. No, no definitely not. Things, of course. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, no, don't attack me all at once. Now, for me, uh, one thing I wish um, I saw a difference in. So, firstly, uh, I want to give Torrent props. So, when he made subs, he does them one by one, trying to change and impact the game. He doesn't go, oh, okay, three players in, three players out. Uh, the whole team is in shambles. We're going to do complete different tactics and disrupt the whole flow of the game. He, he Like a proper, like, I don't want to say that Tatum is not a proper coach. Don't want to, definitely not saying that. But he did proper subs to see the impact and waited and saw what happened and then did again some subs. So that's, uh, that credit goes to him. But between 15th and 16th minutes, I seem to have put in my notes 
that Emre Kulunc already uh, wasn't really performing as his first half and I would have loved to see him get subbed already back then uh, and and Murutan only came um, and changed for Emre Kulunc at minute 87 which I found way too late um, on top of that I have some notes that I want to give some respect to Nelson at the 56th minute he made a pretty good save yeah. and uh, sports players couldn't get the ball and Basically, he put his whole body in front of that ball and tried to get that ball. He didn't care. True warrior, uh, solid player, together with Marcao, even though there was some uh, issues with Marcao today. And I don't know why, since Torrent came, he hasn't been up to his He's top regressed performing a standard. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's sad that uh, his Baba left or uh, something like that. But yeah. And then Halil out and bubble in at 62. Um, yeah, justified. I think Yasin spoke a lot about that already. I, I think I pretty much agree. I mean, we don't have any other striker that could go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so that's all good. Um, and those are the few notes I had. And on top of that, so second half is something I saw Trabzon change, right? They changed a bit in terms of how they pressed on us and I felt like their wingbacks also pressed higher. And yeah. basically in the final third, Trabzonspor was way more effective than than us. Um, they got into positions and, and, and they got the game that way. So it's, it's a, yeah. They they really started pressing our wingbacks way more often, and it's one of my criticisms of Torrance. Um, while we praise him for the first half, I feel like when they started pressing a little bit more towards our wings and kind of forced Emad's you know mistake and Markov's mistake, I was hoping that he would make a change to Emad, take him out, put PVA into you know kind of alleviate that uh, pressure. He did it with uh, Sasha Bowie on the right side. But I think, like you guys mentioned, I think it was a little too late. I was hoping they he would have done it before the 80th minute. That's like mm-hmm. my biggest criticism of Torrent for this game. At least because I, I would have been happy with a tie. Let's be honest, we kind of need the points. We can't really look down on one point. I think I think everyone would have been happy. I mean, based on the predictions we had... Uh... I mean, yes, John and Mazar went for a draw, but most went for a loss, you know, or a draw. So I would have taken a draw any day of the week as well. Um, it is indeed unfortunate the way uh, it ended. Um, and on the subs, I mean, I guess the subs just came on after the 1-1. So he wanted to change it quickly, I guess, to not concede a second goal. But unfortunately, our, uh, well, number six, our dear Thailand. A bit of a brain fart moment. Uh, he decides to, well, yeet the ball somewhere without really looking properly, in my opinion. And that's, yeah, that's how we conceded the second goal. Well, all I just want to say is, yes, even though Trabzon were better in the second half, I still would say that they weren't, mm, how should I say it? They weren't that good. Like, I don't think we ran into p- problems all too often. Yes, we did run into them, but they weren't, overly dominant like we weren't um we weren't in our box like for 80 percent of the game yeah i I agree with that like we still did pretty well yeah look we we went like in over in over our heads on the second half i think well both goals we know that they were purely individual error which which sucks because one of them was markawa and umet second one thailand just didn't didn't look didn't look up i think we had that game to be honest i think we had that no matter how bad we played in the second half. I think that game was still ours. But it's just individual errors. And I feel like that's a recurring thing for us, for Gala. Individual <laughs> we errors didn't really give them any open opportunities. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, we were playing their game. Like, in the first half, they were playing our game. Second half, they, we were playing their game. But it's they didn't seem that dangerous. Like, we were going to win that until, well, the 84th minute when they scored. And then all went to shit after that. Excuse my language, but... 
Yeah, no worries. And, no, and because let me, we sorry, have, uh, go, just, go just ahead, add sorry. very quickly, because I know your analysis will be very deep, and, uh, <laughs> detailed, etc. So I'll just do it very quickly. Like, just like Mas said, right? We've had these games before as well on the term. Like, where we would, uh, I remember like the one Alanya game where we would like uh, have that one goal up front and then just defend the entire game. Um, I felt like we were doing that as well. Like, they didn't actually create that many super dangerous uh, chances. Um, how many saves it? like fighters to actually have to make uh on top of my head probably like two i think which is not too bad if you consider we're facing a team who has double our points um at sitting at 54 but uh, yeah it's still i mean honest. i mean in the end we still did uh, got no points we didn't get results so um i don't want to uh, act like nothing bad happened but yeah i, I still think this Unfortunate, but yeah, shit happens, basically. There's light at the end of the tunnel, at least. That's important. Mm -hmm. We're going up against the force. What were you light. saying, Summit? Oh, I would sorry. say, uh, to be honest, I mean, uh, with the point difference that he, uh, that Saleh pointed out, I mean, we would not be at this point level uh, <laughs> if, if we were just fully uh, assessed in VAR positions, in... Oh. Penalties mm, hot take again. and so on. I, I, well, you no, mean do you really I, want me to start ranting? Take. No, I mean that's not a hot take. It is what it is, <laughs> and, and you can go to all the news channels, and they will all say they have eaten up Galatasaray's uh, points. That that's everyone agrees with that. You know, it's bad when even like people like Rid Ridvan is saying that. You know, that's that. Then you know it's a big issue. Mm -hmm. But before yeah, but uh, we have to beat the refs as well. Uh, we've done it before. Oh. And uh, today, uh, that's how we did first half, right? First penalty not given. And then the second uh, was given, finally. Uh, and if I can... Uh, sorry, but, yeah. if, if I could jump in as well, just my last, uh, my last thought about mm -hmm. the second half. Um, in regards to Thailand, you know, I, I have a lot to say about him and, and, and what happened there. Um, you know, first of all, I don't think that he fits that role of that player that, uh, that we play out of the back from. I, I don't think he's suited there. We've seen already a few matches this season. And I think a few of them, a, a few examples of this were in some of our Europa league matches, but he, he shows himself in that space right outside the box to play through. And he always looks so nervous and so, mm -hmm. um, irresponsible with the ball there. And that is the last place on the pitch you can have a player that feels that way. You cannot turn the ball over in that area. So I, I, I don't think he's fit for that. I don't think he's responsible enough, and I don't think he has the technical ability to play there. And if, if you look at what happened today, if you go and watch that back, the ball is in Fatih's arms. It's in his hands. He's, he's about to play to Thailand. Thailand shows himself in the open space there, and he checks his shoulder. He checks to the left, and he sees a player there. But he doesn't even bother checking to hit, checking his right side. Like if you watch the best players in the world that play in this position, if they show themselves in this space, as they're showing themselves there before Fatih plays the ball, they check their shoulder both directions, right? If there's, I think he did. I think he. I think he did too. And he yeah. still took. So so when when maybe possibly it makes like it worse. When though. I watched it back, it makes it worse. Yeah, it yeah, makes like, it worse. Yeah. Like when I when I watched it back, I saw him noticeably check his his left side and he saw a player there. Mm -hmm. Maybe he did check his right, maybe it wasn't as pronounced as when he checked his left, but regardless, the best players in the world that play there, right? They know exactly exactly their surroundings when they check their shoulder. If players are too close or they don't have the they don't have the time and space to turn with the ball, they'll just play it back. He'll just play it back to Fatih, and Fatih will either play um, someone that's in a wide position, or if they're pressing, he'll just he'll kick the ball away. He'll clear it, which is better, of course, than losing it, right? And when I'm watching the video, when I'm watching it back, it's like Thailand checks his left. It doesn't look like, to me at least, he checks his right, and he just plays the ball to, on his right-hand side when Vishka is right there. It's like he doesn't even know that he's there, right? Like, it, it bothers me. How, how can you be so irresponsible in that position, and give the ball away so foolishly, right? Like that that should be Im impossible. There's no way we should be losing the ball there. It's not like he was being pressed really hard, right? Mm -hmm. It was a simple scenario. True. You either, you check your Thing. shoulder. If you feel Visca is too close to you, you just play it back to Fatih. That's it. If let there's me, space behind, me, go ahead, go ahead. 
the thing is, you're right. You're 100% right. Thailand should not be the person that's in that position. But I also want to ask, why is Fatih giving the ball to Thailand when there's noticeably like three, four players that are surrounding him? We're saying Trabzon didn't really play. But honestly, they played to our weakness. They forced that mistake because they've seen it happen time and time. This isn't the first time that this happened with Thailand. And I don't think this will be the last time. But they forced that. And like... I don't know why we decided that it was okay to do that. Like, why do we always have to play out the back? I don't think, like, it's already 1-1, you know. Just yeet the ball down the field. Like, I don't understand. Why are we doing that? You know Thailand is not the greatest distributor of the ball. See, I think that's another thing I, I would like to see from Torrent, trying to adapt to the game itself. I, I don't know if I agree with that take, honestly. I, I don't want us adapting to... You know, saying, all right, we can't pass out of the back. Let's just eat it. You know, what happens when you eat the ball? There's there's a high possibility that you're going to lose that ball. You're just going to give possession back to them. I think there's a higher chance that you're going to retain the ball and keep it and play it simple when you pass it to that open guy in the midfield. You're right, Emre. Like, but he wasn't open. He, he They had four people around him. Why would you do that? I, I don't think, you know, I have to look again, but I don't think Visco was that close. You know, if... if Thailand played that correctly, the way he should be. Nine out of ten times, any player in that position, more in a higher percentage than nine out of ten times, they don't make that mistake. You keep the ball, and the guy on our left back was wide open. You pass it there. If they press, you pass it back to Fatih. You pass it to your right side. We've done this a hundred times, and most of the time we don't have the problem. Unfortunately, it does happen a lot with Thailand, but I don't mm -hmm. want us changing our game plan because Thailand mess that up i'd rather see us change the guy who plays there you know i'm 100 percent sure that. 100%. You know, i i i would rather yes we have a proper number and we six. can do that we can do that thailand yeah but until then bro. until then we can play bad right? in that position until then you know we you know you're right i'm right we, we we do have to adjust some sort but you can fix that and Back to John's point, you know, he says he doesn't think that Thailand can play that position. He's absolutely right because Thailand doesn't. I agree. Thailand's, that's not even Thailand's position until he came to Galsai at like age 24, 25. You know, you're you're like you're you're not at the peak of your career, but prior to the peak of your career, you're changing your position to play number six, which John made a great point. Again, that is such an important position that you absolutely need confidence. And, you know, to have that trust in yourself to play and turn around and pass it back if you have to, to play safe if you have to. So I think we need to learn our lesson. I mean, I don't think we learned that lesson under Fatih Tenem where Thailand can't play that position. I hope, as I said last week on last week's podcast, I hope Torrent doesn't make these mistakes over and over again. You know, if, if we see Thailand play that position again next week and make that mistake again, then that's not looking good for Torrent. I mean, obviously you don't judge your coach based on just one thing like that, but that's not a good looking uh, note. And, you know, I'm glad that you did address that, John. Yeah. I, and yeah, I mean, it's... just one more thing as well. Like it's, it's, it's a simple scenario. It's, it's a really simple scenario. Nothing was overcomplicated. They weren't pressing us really hard. They weren't pressing us very high. It was a very simple scenario. And the fact that we conceded and lost the match because of that is, it's it's ridiculous. Like, especially we're, we're not in a position where we can be giving up these points right now, right? Like, we we're, we have um the first place team, we're, we're up 1-0. They've lost one match this whole season. We're up 1-0 for majority of the game. And these two mistakes mm -hmm. cost us all three points, right? Like, the, just the fact that um, we're giving up these positions in such simple scenarios that's what bothers me so much. So with, with Thailand going forward, I, I really don't want to see him play there because we can't have someone that, that seems so nervy and so shaky receiving the ball there. That's just going to lead to more problems. So I don't know. Maybe we'll transfer our way out of it. Maybe we'll use a different player there. I don't know. But I'm really upset by the way we lost um, we, we lost points today. It's it's not acceptable mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I may add to uh, Yasin's point of earlier... Yeah, I personally also wouldn't say that eating the ball forward was the best idea. I think just how we were trying to play was just try to keep possession because if you would eat the ball away, I mean, who's going to win the aerial duel? Kerem? Uh, like Emre? I mean, yeah, yeah, they're all pretty small guys, right? They're all like 170. Yeah, you could maybe say Babel, but um, 
even him, he's thing. not a natural look target at the time forward. that was look at when we conceded the, the goal it was the 90th minute you're telling me this team couldn't have sit back compactly defended for four minutes no that that Come is on. what i'm saying we need, we is... need, oh no because uh you're saying who's gonna hold the ball no, but I, i'm just saying like there's I four minutes him, left yeah. in the game no i mean like uh who's gonna hold the ball by just eating it away because they would give the ball away straight away back to them, right? That's that's what I'm. But it's harder for them to build up play for just sitting back in our own half instead of letting them get a free ball in our own half. Look, I just want to add one I'm thing, saying. and I'm gonna agree with Emre. I think eating the ball away there was probably the best option. Like Fats should have just cleared it because we can defend against them. It's not like we were getting picked apart by Trabzon. We weren't getting picked apart. Mm-hmm. Both goals were straight individual errors. The first one, Markel, I don't know what he was doing. He he just set the ball in front of. In front of them, the second goal, like we've been talking about, Thailand, like we, we were defending well. So I think Fatih absolutely should have cleared the ball there. There was no reason to give it to Thailand. And Thailand got the ball, he should have given it back to Fatih. Like, no yeah, situational exactly. awareness. No situational awareness. And being a midfielder, being a number six, you can't you can't make that mistake. The one thing you have to do as a defending midfielder, number six, is know where your opponents are. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. It's just very frustrating. I'm trying to and not lose the ball in your own midfield. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, that's, but that's the thing. It's what John said. Thailand is not a CDM. Getting, I know. Well, yeah. And Thailand is getting very nervous once he gets a little bit of pressure. And we've seen him lose this ball at that spot a million times. And in the game, I already saw it happening. Like, when, he, when a little pressure came, he was already uh, pa- give, give, passing mistakes and all. And which brings me to something else I wanted. Like, I am super curious how Marcao would do in that role. I think he's very fit for that position. And I'd love to see him one day on that role and see how he does. Like, I don't think we've ever seen that, right? Maybe a hot take on my end. But he has, like, the forward push that we want from a DM. He shows that on center back level even. I always say he's an extra midfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we have Marcao. So I'd be very interested to see him in that position. It would, I agree. It, it, it could be something. It could be interesting. Yeah, ahead, but um, because Marcao has a good attacking quality, I'd rather not move him there and lose that amazing defensive quality at center back. I'd rather, you know, if we can, and we should be able to make a transfer of some sort or play with what we do have. You know, Jetson is coming now, we're now rumored with another CDM, uh, Mangala from Stuttgart. We can talk more about that next week. But I think we can find a new CDM, not for expensive, that can do the job properly there and have that attacking quality and defensive quality while not sacrificing one of the best, if not best, defender in the league. I, I'd rather not make that sacrifice. But I'd be curious too, man. I'd be curious too. You know, serious note aside, you know, I, I think... That left foot, man, is something it's, it's, else. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, he he sees the field really well. I think we saw him. We saw him play as wing back, right? Once I think left back, wide center or back. He, yeah, or, or he gave an assist. Well, I know he gave an assist once from left back position. He he went down all the way, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, man. So, just Thailand. I mean, just just a DM who's not uh, that nervous when he gets the ball, and also mm-hmm. I guess a DM who can actually turn you know, to left and right when needed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Thailand at times does feel kind of slow and sluggish. I, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Ever since his injury, he's just not been the same. Uh, the one injury he got in uh, he got uh, in the summer, I believe. Yeah. Where he, I think he uh, had to uh, go over a surgery, was it? I think so. Um, but yeah. ever since, yeah, he hasn't been the same. He's been very error-prone. Um, so if he can't get his shit together, then yeah, we should definitely... I mean, we should already be looking for another uh, number six, but yeah. It's pretty sad because... I'm going to slowly... Sorry, That's okay. That's okay. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm going to slowly do a recap and close it off. Um, Well, with that said, I want to ask you guys if you have any important last remarks before we uh, go that direction. Mazar, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to make one uh, statement. Um, It's pretty sad to say the way Thailand has regressed. Because I actually had hopes for him this week because with Riero back, and Riero was the first one who kind of discovered him. I thought we would see, well, kind of vintage Thailand back, but 
it just doesn't seem to be happening and it's pretty sad to say really mm-hmm. that's all i wanted to say it wouldn't happen quickly though that's the thing right he just yeah. recently came back yeah y- yeah you're right you're right but i don't know it's just i feel like i, I can't help myself but blame the loss on thailand because that was just it was bad. Yeah. That was such an unforced error. He's he's good at I other had, things. Yes, he's good at other things. Yes, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't yes, want to come yes. across and say he's a bad player. He's very good at other things. It's just that role in particular does not suit him at, at all, and th- that's what needs to be changed. Like he is a good player. I I do think he is a good midfielder in in other positions and when he has other responsibilities. But you know, it's just so I mean, frustrating to you're, see. You're that. right. He's a good player, but and he's good at some things, but he's not good at the things. Thing that he should be doing no matter what if that makes sense right like right. There's, there's some there's some things that you right. need to be good at as a midfielder and there's some things that are like bonuses he's got those bonuses yeah but that foundation not quite there for a number six at least maybe maybe another role might suit him a bit more but i don't know um i wanted to ask yasin the specific question because he has a personal affinity for berkan but let's say we don't get a Oof. cdm because you know our financial statements or financial situation is not good you think he'll be able to pull off a number no, six no, role if no. jetson would come no would you gel though I, I'd, no? I'd rather if we're getting jetson and it looks like we are i'd rather have jetson at that number six role over berkan absolutely not because jetson is a good defensive player but he has that confidence, he has that vision, and he can distribute the ball way better than Barkan. I mean, I love Barkan, and I think we saw the impact he made today, and Thailand did a great job too at times, but I love Barkan in the midfield if we don't have that third exceptional midfielder. You know, I'm thinking like you have Jetson, you have uh, Chikal Dao, and if we don't make any new subs or new changes, then I'd rather have Barkan in that role. But at, at CDM, no, bro. Uh, to answer your question, I I, I wouldn't want to keep, uh, you know, Berkan in that number six. Berkan yeah. there, gotcha. All right, I think uh, Mazar needs to go to work again, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some of us have to go to bed, and probably some of you have to have dinner. So, I'd like to thank our listeners for listening today. And uh, if they want to react or bring us new topics to discuss, they can find us on Twitter, the Lion Den GS, uh, also on Instagram, the Lions Den GS. And um, I wish everyone a pleasant week onward. So goodbye, guys. I'll uh, speak. Take to you care, everybody. Time. Good job today. Cheers. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Yollar uzun dikenli taşlı olsa da Bastığın yer üzüntülerle dolsa da Selçı ateş önünde her ne olsa da Çin bombaşı dik yürür Yollar uzun dikenli taşlı olsa da Bastığın yer üzüntülerle dolsa da Selçı ateş önünde her ne olsa da